everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Generative History, the podcast where we delve deep into the fascinating worlds created by human and machine alike. I'm your host, Alex Integris, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey through time, space, and imagination. Today, we have a topic that's close to my heart and, I'm sure, to many of yours as well. We're going to explore the Mass Effect franchise, a series of action role-playing video games that has captivated millions of players worldwide. But it's not just a game, it's a sprawling universe filled with intricate lore, unforgettable characters, and ethical dilemmas that make you question your own moral compass. Whether you're a veteran and seven soldier who's faced down reapers or a newcomer just stepping off the Normandy for the first time, this episode is for you. We'll journey through the Milky Way and beyond, discussing everything from the inception of this iconic franchise to its profound impact on gaming and popular culture. So, buckle up, make sure your kinetic barriers are fully charged, and let's embark on this interstellar adventure together. Mass Effect is more than just a game series to me, it's a narrative experience that has profoundly shaped my understanding of storytelling, character development, and even ethical decision-making. I remember the first time I stepped into the shoes of Commander Shepard, feeling the weight of the galaxy's fate on my shoulders. The choices I made weren't just about winning or losing, they were moral quandaries that had me pondering long after I'd shut down my console. But why should this matter to you, the listener? Well, Mass Effect isn't just a product of its creators, it's a mirror reflecting the collective imagination and ethical concerns of our times. Whether it's the struggle for unity in the face of existential threats or the ethical implications of advanced technology, Mass Effect serves as a compelling lens through which we can examine our own world. It's a franchise that invites us not just to play but to think, to question, and to empathize. And that's why today's deep dive into the Mass Effect universe promises to be more than just a fan tribute, it's an exploration of the themes and questions that touch us all, gamer or not. So, as we navigate through this episode, I invite you to not just listen, but to engage. Think about how the lore, the characters, and even the controversies have impacted you or could impact our understanding of the world around us. The story of Mass Effect begins with its creator, BioWare, a Canadian video game development company founded in 1995. Known for their narrative-driven games like Baldur's Gate and Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, BioWare had already established itself as a powerhouse in the role-playing game genre. But with Mass Effect, they aimed to push the boundaries even further. The concept for Mass Effect was born out of a desire to blend the rich storytelling elements of traditional RPGs with the fast-paced action of a third-person shooter. The team wanted to create a universe as expansive and immersive as any science fiction epic, drawing inspiration from classics like Star Trek and Isaac Asimov's Foundation series. But they also wanted to give players agency, a chance to shape this universe through their choices and actions. In 2005, work officially began on what would become the first game in the Mass Effect series. Led by project director Casey Hudson and a team of talented writers, designers, and artists, the game started to take shape. It was a massive undertaking, involving hundreds of people and years of development. The team faced numerous challenges, from creating realistic facial animations to designing complex branching storylines. But they were driven by a shared vision to create a game that was not just entertaining but emotionally resonant, a game that could stand alongside the great works of science fiction literature and film. 
And so, in November 2007, Mass Effect was released to the world. It was met with critical acclaim and commercial success, but more importantly, it introduced gamers to a universe that they would come to love, debate, and revisit for years to come. It was the beginning of a journey, not just for Commander Shepard and their crew but for everyone who picked up a controller and stepped into this meticulously crafted world. This is where our story begins, at the intersection of ambition, creativity, and the desire to push the boundaries of what a video game could be. It's a story that has many chapters, filled with triumphs, controversies, and a legacy that continues to influence the industry today. So let's dive in and explore this incredible universe, one choice at a time. When BioWare set out to create Mass Effect, they had several ambitious goals in mind. First and foremost, they wanted to redefine what storytelling in video games could be. Until then, the narrative in video games was often considered secondary to gameplay mechanics. BioWare aimed to challenge this notion by creating a game where the story was not just an add-on but the central pillar around which everything else revolved. Another significant goal was player agency. BioWare wanted to create a game where your choices genuinely mattered, affecting not just the immediate outcome but the entire course of the story. This was a monumental task that required intricate planning and design, as each decision had to have ripple effects that were both logical and emotionally impactful. The introduction of the dialogue wheel was a revolutionary step in this direction, allowing players to navigate complex conversations and make choices in real time. Technological innovation was also a key focus. BioWare aimed to push the boundaries of what was possible in terms of graphics, facial animation, and voice acting. They wanted characters that felt real, that you could connect with, and that could convey emotion in a way that transcended the uncanny valley. This led to collaborations with experts in various fields, from linguistics for creating alien languages to motion capture technology for realistic character movements. But it wasn't just about the single-player experience. BioWare envisioned Mass Effect as a franchise, a universe that could be expanded through sequels, spin-offs, and other media. They wanted to create a rich lore that could be explored in depth, providing fertile ground for future stories and experiences. In essence, BioWare's goals for Mass Effect were nothing short of revolutionary. They aimed to elevate video games as a medium for storytelling, to create a world so immersive and characters so compelling that players would be invested in the outcomes, not just as gamers but as participants in a living, breathing universe. And as we'll see, these initial goals would not only shape the game itself but also leave an indelible mark on the entire gaming industry. Creating a game as ambitious as Mass Effect was no small feat, and it required a team of incredibly talented individuals, each bringing their own expertise to the table. At the helm was Casey Hudson, the project director whose vision and leadership guided the team through the complexities of game development. Hudson had previously worked on successful titles like Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, and his experience in blending storytelling with gameplay mechanics was invaluable. The writing team, led by Drew Karpishin, was responsible for crafting the intricate narrative and dialogue that would become one of Mass Effect's defining features. Karpishin, already known for his work on other Bioware titles and fantasy novels, was instrumental in shaping the lore and the overarching story. His team worked tirelessly to create characters that were multidimensional and story arcs that were both engaging and thought-provoking. On the technical side, the game's engine was overseen by Derek Watts, the art director who envisioned the game's unique aesthetic. 
From the sleek designs of the spaceships to the diverse environments on different planets, Watts and his team of artists and designers were pivotal in bringing the Mass Effect universe to life. Voice acting was another crucial element that added depth to the characters, and that department was led by Caroline Livingstone. The game featured an ensemble cast of talented voice actors, including Mark Muir and Jennifer Hale, who brought Commander Shepard to life. Their performances added a layer of emotional authenticity that enriched the player's connection to the story. And let's not forget the composers, Jack Wall and Sam Hulick, whose musical scores added an emotional depth and cinematic quality to the game. Their compositions, from the hauntingly beautiful main theme to the adrenaline-pumping combat tracks, played a significant role in immersing players into the Mass Effect universe. This is just a snapshot of the many talented individuals who contributed to the making of Mass Effect. Each department, from programming and animation to marketing and quality assurance, played a vital role in bringing this complex vision to fruition. It was a collaborative effort, fueled by passion, expertise, and a shared commitment to creating something extraordinary. And as we delve deeper into the various aspects of the Mass Effect franchise, we'll see just how this talented team's efforts paid off in creating a game that would leave a lasting legacy. The Mass Effect universe is a sprawling tapestry of interstellar politics, advanced technology, and diverse species, all set against the backdrop of the Milky Way galaxy and, in later installments, the Andromeda galaxy. At its core, the universe is built on the discovery of ancient Prothean technology, particularly the mass relays, gargantuan structures that allow for faster-than-light travel between distant star systems. These relays opened up the galaxy for exploration and colonization, but they also set the stage for conflicts, alliances, and a complex web of interstellar relations. In the Milky Way, the political and military hub is the Citadel, a massive space station that serves as the capital of the Citadel Council, a governing body made up of representatives from the most powerful species. The Asari, the first to discover the Citadel, are a long-lived and diplomatic species. The Tyrians, disciplined and militaristic, provide the backbone of the Council's military strength. The Salarians, with their keen intellect and aptitude for espionage, are the thinkers and scientists. Humans, newcomers to the galactic community, are the wild cards, ambitious and resourceful, striving for a seat at the table. But the galaxy is not just about the Council and its member species. There are the Quarians, nomadic engineers who lost their home planet to their own creations, the Geth. The Krogan, once a proud warrior race, now struggle with the devastating effects of a genetic plague known as the Genophage. And let's not forget the elusive and mysterious Shadow Broker, who deals in secrets and information. In Mass Effect, Andromeda, the story expands to another galaxy altogether. The Andromeda Initiative, a multi-species project, aims to establish new homes in the uncharted Andromeda galaxy. However, upon arrival, they encounter the native Angara and the hostile Ket, setting the stage for a new set of challenges and moral dilemmas. The Mass Effect universe is rich in its lore, filled with ancient mysteries like the Protheans and existential threats like the Reapers, sentient machines that periodically purge the galaxy of advanced organic life. It's a universe where your actions have consequences, where your decisions can tip the balance of power and where ethical dilemmas challenge you at every turn. In essence, the Mass Effect universe is a reflection of our own complexities and wonders magnified on a galactic scale. It serves as both an escape and a lens through which we can examine our own world, our own moralities, and our own place in the vast cosmos. 
and as we delve deeper into this episode, we'll explore how this universe was crafted to be as compelling, as thought-provoking, and as emotionally resonant as it is. One of the most captivating aspects of the Mass Effect universe is its rich array of species and factions, each with its own unique culture, history, and role in the galactic community. Let's start with the species that most players will find familiar, humans. Represented by the Systems Alliance, humans are the newcomers to the galactic stage. They're ambitious, adaptable, and sometimes viewed with suspicion by older species. Their rapid ascent in galactic politics, especially after the events on Eden Prime and the discovery of the Prothean Beacon, sets the stage for much of the series' overarching narrative. Next, we have the Turians, known for their strong sense of duty and military prowess. Originating from the planet Palavan, Turians are often seen as the disciplinarians of the galaxy. They played a key role in the first contact war against humans, which, despite its name, was a relatively minor conflict but had significant implications for human-Turian relations. The Asari, one of the founding species of the Citadel Council, are a mono-gendered species known for their diplomacy and biotic capabilities. Native to the planet Thesha, the Asari were the first to discover the Citadel and have long been considered one of the most influential species in the galaxy. Their long lifespan, often exceeding a thousand years, gives them a unique perspective on galactic events. The Salarians, another founding member of the Citadel Council, are a species of amphibians known for their intelligence and speed, both in metabolism and thought. They are excellent scientists and spies, and their contributions to technology and information gathering are unparalleled. However, they're also known for their ethical flexibility, exemplified by their role in creating the Genophage, a biological weapon used against the Krogan. Speaking of the Krogan, this species from the planet Tachanka is hard to ignore. Once a fierce and dominant race, the Krogan suffered a devastating blow with the introduction of the Genophage, which rendered most of their population sterile. Despite this, they are formidable warriors, often serving as mercenaries in various galactic conflicts. The Quarians are a nomadic species who live aboard a flotilla of ships known as the Migrant Fleet. Having lost their home planet, Rannoch, to their AI creations, the Geth, the Quarians are skilled engineers and hackers, often scavenging to survive. Their unique suits protect them from infection but also serve to isolate them, both literally and metaphorically, from the rest of the galaxy. And these are just a few of the species that populate the Mass Effect universe. There are also the Drell, the Hanner, the Volus, and many others, each contributing to the rich tapestry of cultures and politics. Factions like Cerberus, a human-centric extremist organization, and the Shadow Brokers network add further layers of complexity. Each species and faction brings its own set of values, biases, and interests to the table, making the Mass Effect universe a complex and often volatile environment. As we navigate through the series, we'll see how these different groups interact, clash, and sometimes form unlikely alliances, all in the face of existential threats and moral quandaries. It's this intricate web of relationships that makes the Mass Effect universe not just a setting for a game, but a living, breathing entity in its own right.
The Reapers serve as the primary antagonists in the Mass Effect series, and their presence looms large over the entire narrative. These sentient starships, resembling massive cuttlefish or squids, are not just villains in the conventional sense, they are existential threats, forces of nature that challenge the very fabric of life in the galaxy. The Reapers are ancient, their origins shrouded in mystery. What is known is that they operate on a cycle of extinction, appearing every 50,000 years to purge the galaxy of advanced organic life. Their motives are inscrutable, explained only as a form of harvesting, where they collect organic species to create new reapers. This cycle has been ongoing for millions of years, and entire civilizations, like the Protheans, have fallen victim to their onslaught. One of the most chilling aspects of the reapers is their method of invasion. They don't just arrive with guns blazing, they infiltrate and indoctrinate, turning individuals and entire species into willing servants. Through a process known as indoctrination, they can manipulate organic beings to serve their ends, often without the individual even realizing they're being controlled. This makes them not just physical but psychological threats, sowing discord and confusion among their enemies. The Reapers are led by Sovereign, and later Harbinger, each serving as a sort of vanguard for the coming invasion. Sovereign, the first Reaper encountered in the series, dismisses organic life as transient and chaotic, viewing the Reaper's cycle as a form of cosmic order. Harbinger, introduced in Mass Effect 2, takes a more active role, overseeing the collection of human colonies for a mysterious project that culminates in the creation of a new Reaper. The fight against the Reapers serves as the central conflict of the Mass Effect trilogy, forcing characters and species to confront not just a military threat but existential questions about the value of life, the nature of consciousness, and the ethics of sacrifice. The Reapers challenge the galaxy to unite, to set aside political and cultural differences in the face of annihilation. And in doing so, they serve as a dark mirror reflecting the best and worst aspects of the species they seek to exterminate. In summary, the Reapers are more than just antagonists, they are a force that shapes the narrative, themes, and moral dilemmas of the Mass Effect series. Their presence raises questions that go beyond the battlefield, challenging players to think deeply about the choices they make and the lives they affect. And it's this complexity, this blending of cosmic horror and philosophical inquiry, that makes the Reapers one of the most memorable and compelling villains in video game history. Two key elements that underpin the technological and narrative framework of the Mass Effect universe are the Mass Relays and Element Zero. These are not just plot devices, they are integral to the functioning of the galaxy and the unfolding of the story. Let's start with Mass Relays. These are enormous structures scattered throughout the galaxy, usually located within star systems. They function as conduits for faster-than-light travel, allowing ships to move between distant points in the galaxy almost instantaneously. The mass relays were originally built by the Reapers, serving dual purposes, they act as a catalyst for technological advancement, encouraging different species to explore and colonize the galaxy, but they also serve the Reapers' darker agenda, essentially guiding the development of organic life along predetermined paths to make them easier to harvest in the long run. The mass relays are crucial for interstellar commerce, exploration, and military mobilization. They are the backbone of galactic society, enabling the rapid movement of people, goods, and information. However, their existence also raises ethical and philosophical questions. They are a gift, but one with strings attached, shaping the destiny of every species that comes into contact with them. The reliance on mass relays becomes a significant plot point, especially when considering strategies to combat the Reaper invasion. 
Next, we have element zero, often referred to as ESO. This rare material has the unique property of altering mass when subjected to an electrical current. It's the basis for faster-than-light travel, biotic abilities, and various other advanced technologies. Element zero is found in trace amounts on certain planets and can also be harvested from the core of celestial bodies. Its discovery accelerated technological progress exponentially, but it also introduced new challenges and ethical dilemmas. Element zero is crucial for the development of biotic abilities, which are essentially psychic powers that allow individuals to manipulate mass and energy. Exposure to element zero in utero can lead to the development of biotic abilities, but it can also result in severe health issues or death. This has led to debates within various societies about the ethics of element zero exposure and biotic training, especially among humans where biotic individuals often face stigma and discrimination. Both mass relays and element zero are double-edged swords. They offer incredible benefits, propelling civilizations into a new era of technological advancement, but they also impose limitations and present ethical challenges. They are tools that can be used for both good and ill, and much of the Mass Effect series revolves around how different individuals and societies navigate these complexities. In essence, mass relays and element zero are not just lore elements, they are thematic touchstones that encapsulate the opportunities and dangers that come with progress. They serve as a constant reminder that every advance comes with a cost, every discovery with a responsibility. And it's this intricate balance that adds another layer of depth to the already rich tapestry of the Mass Effect universe. The first installment in the Mass Effect series, released in 2007, was groundbreaking in many ways. It laid the foundation for the franchise, introducing players to the universe, gameplay mechanics, and characters that would become iconic in the years to come. Mass Effect combined elements of traditional role-playing games with third-person shooter mechanics. Players took on the role of Commander Shepard, customizing their appearance, background, and abilities. One of the game's standout features was the dialogue wheel, a system that allowed players to choose from multiple dialogue options during conversations. These choices weren't just cosmetic, they had real implications for the story and how characters interacted with Shepard. Combat in Mass Effect was a blend of real-time action and tactical decision-making. Players could pause the game to issue commands to squad members, use special abilities, or switch weapons. The game also introduced the concept of biotics, special powers that allowed players to manipulate the environment and enemies in various ways. The main storyline of Mass Effect revolves around Shepard's quest to stop Saren Arterius, a rogue inspector who is under the control of Sovereign, a Reaper. The narrative takes players across various planets, each with its own unique environment, culture, and challenges. Along the way, players encounter the Prothean Beacons, ancient artifacts that hold the key to understanding the Reaper threat. Subplots and side missions abound, offering opportunities for players to dive deeper into the lore, form relationships with squad members, and make choices that would have long-term consequences. Whether it was deciding the fate of the Ratchet Queen or navigating the politics of the Citadel, each decision added layers to the story and the world. Mass Effect introduced a memorable cast of characters, each with their own personalities, motivations, and arcs. There's Garrus Vakarian, the Tyrian sharpshooter with a strong sense of justice, Talazor Anar Rhea, 
the Quarian engineer on her pilgrimage, Liara Tisoni, the Asari archaeologist fascinated by Prothean culture, Ashley Williams, the human soldier with deep-seated family pride, and Kaiden Alenko, a human biotic with a troubled past. These characters were not just NPCs, they were companions who could be romanced, befriended, or even lost based on the choices players made. Their interactions with Shepard and each other added emotional depth to the game, making the stakes feel personal. In summary, Mass Effect set the stage for what would become one of the most beloved franchises in gaming history. It was a game that dared to be ambitious, blending genres and pushing the boundaries of interactive storytelling. It introduced players to a universe rich in lore and complexity, populated by characters who felt real and relatable. And it posed questions, ethical, philosophical, existential, that would continue to resonate throughout the series and beyond. Ah, Mass Effect 2. Now, if the first game was an introduction to this expansive universe, the second game was like a deep dive into its complexities. Released in 2010, Mass Effect 2 took everything that made the original great and amplified it. Let's talk gameplay first. One of the most noticeable changes was in the combat mechanics. The game shifted towards a more refined third-person shooter experience. Cover mechanics were improved, and the game introduced a regenerating health system, making firefights more dynamic and engaging. The biotic and tech abilities were also revamped, offering more tactical options during combat. And let's not forget the loyalty missions, a new feature that allowed you to delve into the backstories of your squad members, strengthening your bond with them and unlocking new abilities. But what really set Mass Effect 2 apart was its narrative focus. The game starts with a bang, literally, with Commander Shepard getting killed in action and then resurrected by Cerberus, a human-centric organization with questionable ethics. This sets the stage for a darker, more personal story. Shepard is tasked with assembling a team to take on a new threat, the Collectors, who are abducting entire human colonies for some nefarious purpose. The stakes felt higher this time around, not just because of the looming Collector threat, but because the game introduced the concept of suicide mission. Your choices throughout the game, including how well you bonded with your team and prepared for the final mission, could result in characters dying permanently. And these weren't just any characters, these were individuals you'd spent hours getting to know, learning about their hopes, fears, and aspirations. New faces joined the crew, each bringing their own flavor to the mix. There was Thane, the Drell assassin wrestling with his mortality, Jack, the human biotic with a tortured past, and Morden Salus, the Salarian scientist whose moral complexity made him one of the most memorable characters in the series. These new squad members, along with returning favorites, enriched the story and provided more opportunities for meaningful interactions. The game also expanded on the ethical dilemmas and moral choices that had become a hallmark of the series. Whether it was deciding the fate of the Krogan Genophage or navigating the murky waters of Cerberus' agenda, the game constantly challenged you to consider the implications of your actions. It wasn't just about good versus evil, it was about navigating the gray areas where the right choice wasn't always clear. So, Mass Effect 2 wasn't just a sequel, it was a refinement, an evolution of the ideas and mechanics introduced in the first game. It took risks, both narratively and mechanically, and those risks paid off, delivering an experience that was both emotionally resonant and deeply engaging. It's no wonder that for many fans and critics alike, Mass Effect 2 is often considered the high point of the series. Mass Effect 3, released in 2012, had the monumental task of concluding a trilogy that had captured the hearts and minds of gamers worldwide. 
the game built upon the mechanics of its predecessors while introducing new elements to keep the experience fresh. In terms of gameplay, Mass Effect 3 fine-tuned the combat system even further. The game introduced a more dynamic melee combat feature and expanded on the role of class-specific abilities. The cover system was refined, and the AI of both enemies and squadmates was improved, making for more challenging and engaging encounters. One of the most significant additions was the multiplayer mode, a cooperative experience that allowed players to team up and face waves of enemies, earning rewards that could impact the single-player campaign. Narratively, Mass Effect 3 was all about payoff. The Reaper invasion, foreshadowed since the first game, was finally upon us. Earth was under attack, and the stakes had never been higher. Shepard's mission was clear, unite the various species of the galaxy to make a final stand against the Reapers. This involved resolving long-standing conflicts, like the tension between the Quarians and the Geth or the ethical dilemma of the Krogan Genophage. The choices you'd made in previous games came to fruition here, affecting not just the availability of resources for the final battle but also the fates of characters you'd grown to love or hate. Now, we can't talk about Mass Effect 3 without addressing the elephant in the room, the ending. To say it was controversial would be an understatement. Players had spent hundreds of hours investing in this universe, making choices they thought would have significant impact, only to feel that the ending boiled down to a few overly simplistic options. The backlash was so intense that BioWare released an extended cut DLC, aiming to provide more context and closure. While opinions on the ending remain divided, there's no denying that it sparked passionate discussions about narrative agency in video games and the relationship between creators and consumers. Despite the controversy, Mass Effect 3 was a fitting conclusion to a series that had set new standards for storytelling in video games. It was epic in scale, intimate in its character moments, and thought-provoking in its moral dilemmas. It was a game that dared to ask difficult questions, to challenge players to think critically about their actions and their consequences. And for that, it remains a seminal work, not just in the Mass Effect franchise, but in the broader landscape of interactive entertainment. Mass Effect Andromeda, released in 2017, marked a departure from the original trilogy in several ways. It was a bold move, taking the series to a whole new galaxy and introducing a new cast of characters. The game aimed to capture the spirit of exploration and discovery that was central to the original Mass Effect, but it also sought to carve out its own identity. On the gameplay front, Andromeda took some significant strides. The combat was more fluid, allowing for greater mobility with the introduction of a jetpack feature. This gave players the ability to jump and dash, adding a new dimension to firefights. The cover system became more dynamic, and the game did away with class restrictions on weapons and abilities, allowing for greater customization. The Nomad, your all-terrain vehicle, made planetary exploration a more central part of the game, hearkening back to the Mako from the first Mass Effect but with improved controls. The story took us to the Andromeda Galaxy as part of the Andromeda Initiative, a multi-species project aimed at establishing a new home for the Milky Way's inhabitants. You play as either Scott or Sarah Ryder, the children of the Initiative's human pathfinder. Unlike Shepard, who starts as a seasoned soldier, the Ryder twins are inexperienced, and much of their character arc involves growing into the role of a leader. The central conflict revolves around the mysterious remnant technology and the hostile Ket species as you work to establish outposts, and build alliances. However, the reception to Andromeda was mixed. While the game was praised for its combat mechanics and some of its ambitious storytelling elements, it was also criticized for its technical issues, including bugs and animation problems. The narrative didn't resonate with everyone, and some felt that the characters lacked the depth and complexity of those in the original trilogy. 
The game's ending left several plot threads unresolved, and planned DLCs were cancelled, leaving players with a sense of incompleteness. Despite its flaws, Andromeda was an ambitious attempt to expand the Mass Effect universe. It had its moments of brilliance, and it introduced concepts and characters that had the potential for further exploration. While it may not have lived up to the high standards set by the original trilogy, it was a valuable addition to the franchise, offering a different perspective on the themes of exploration, unity, and the challenges of starting anew in an unfamiliar world. In 2021, fans of the series were treated to Mass Effect Legendary Edition, a remastered collection of the original trilogy. This wasn't just a simple re-release, it was a comprehensive overhaul that aimed to modernize the games while preserving what made them special in the first place. The most obvious changes were visual. The graphics received a significant upgrade, with improved textures, lighting, and character models. Environments looked more detailed, and cinematic sequences were enhanced to make them more engaging. This visual facelift wasn't just cosmetic, it helped immerse players more fully into the Mass Effect universe, making it feel as grand and awe-inspiring as it was always meant to be. Gameplay tweaks were also part of the package, particularly for the first Mass Effect, which had aged less gracefully compared to its sequels. Combat was refined to feel more in line with the later games, and the Mako's controls were improved, making those planetary exploration missions less of a chore and more of an adventure. Quality of life improvements, like a unified character creator and better inventory management, were added to make the experience more user-friendly across all three games. But what really stood out about the Legendary Edition was how it served as a testament to the enduring impact of the Mass Effect series. It was a chance for longtime fans to relive their favorite moments, to revisit characters who had become like old friends. It was also an opportunity for new players to experience the trilogy for the first time, to see what all the fuss was about. And let's not forget the modding community, which found new life with the remastered edition, adding their own tweaks and enhancements to further enrich the experience. The legendary edition also reignited discussions about the series' themes, characters, and yes, even its controversial moments. It served as a reminder of the franchise's cultural impact, how it had sparked conversations about morality, representation, and the power of interactive storytelling. So, whether you were a veteran Commander Shepard or a rookie taking your first steps into the Normandy, the Legendary Edition offered something valuable. It was both a lovingly crafted nostalgia trip and a gateway to new adventures. It encapsulated what makes Mass Effect a landmark series, not just in the realm of video games but in the broader scope of science fiction storytelling. When it comes to the technical side of the Mass Effect series, the game engines used have played a pivotal role in shaping the gameplay experience. The original trilogy was developed using Unreal Engine 3, while Mass Effect Andromeda made the switch to Frostbite. Each engine has its own set of capabilities and limitations, and the choice of engine has had a significant impact on the games. Unreal Engine 3 was a popular choice for many developers during the time of the original trilogy's development. It was known for its flexibility and robust suite of tools for rendering graphics, physics simulations, and AI programming. One of the engine's strengths was its ability to create highly detailed and interactive environments, something that was evident in the intricate level designs and character models of the Mass Effect games. The engine also allowed for extensive customization, enabling BioWare to implement their complex dialogue systems and branching story paths. However, when it came time for Mass Effect Andromeda, BioWare made the switch to Frostbite, the engine developed by DICE and used in games like Battlefield. Frostbite is known for its stunning visual capabilities, particularly in rendering large, open environments and high-quality lighting effects. 
This made it well-suited for Andromeda's focus on exploration and its more open-level design. The engine also excels in rendering realistic facial animations, although it's worth noting that Andromeda faced criticism for its character animations at launch. But Frostbite was primarily designed for first-person shooters, not RPGs with complex branching narratives. This presented a set of challenges for the development team. Features that were easily implemented in Unreal Engine, like the dialogue system, required more custom-built solutions in Frostbite. This led to a longer and more complicated development process, which some believe contributed to the game's mixed reception. So, the choice of game engine is not just a technical decision, it's a creative one as well. It influences everything from the visual aesthetic to the gameplay mechanics to the storytelling capabilities of the game. Unreal Engine 3 and Frostbite each have their own strengths and weaknesses, and they've each left an indelible mark on the Mass Effect series. The engines have shaped not just how the games look and play, but how they feel, adding another layer of complexity to this beloved franchise. Voice acting is often an unsung hero in video games, but in a series like Mass Effect, it's front and center in creating an immersive and emotionally resonant experience. The series has been lauded for its exceptional voice acting, which brings depth and nuance to its complex characters and intricate storylines. Let's start with Commander Shepard, voiced by Mark Muir and Jennifer Hale. The performance of both actors is nothing short of iconic. They manage to convey a range of emotions and attitudes, from stern authority to compassionate leadership, that make Shepard a compelling figure regardless of the player's moral choices. The voice acting here isn't just about delivering lines, it's about embodying a character who serves as the player's avatar, making the emotional stakes feel incredibly personal. But it's not just Shepard. The supporting cast is equally impressive. Take Garrus Vakarian, voiced by Brandon Keener. His voice has this calm, collected demeanor, but with an edge of dry humor that makes him instantly likable. Or Morden Salus, the Salarian scientist, whose rapid, staccato speech pattern, delivered brilliantly by Michael Beattie, reflects his hyperactive intellect and moral complexity. And let's not forget the villains. Saren Arterius, Sovereign, and the elusive man are memorable not just for their ideologies and actions, but also for how they sound. Their voices, filled with a mix of menace, arrogance, and sometimes even vulnerability, make them more than just obstacles to overcome, they become characters we can understand, even if we don't agree with them. Voice acting also plays a crucial role in the romance arcs, adding layers of emotional depth and intimacy that text alone couldn't achieve. The subtle changes in tone, the carefully timed pauses, the vocal inflections, all these elements work together to make those relationships feel real and meaningful. The quality of the voice acting is even more impressive when you consider the sheer volume of dialogue in these games. Each character has hours of lines, covering a wide range of scenarios, emotional states, and player choices. And yet, the performances rarely, if ever, feel phoned in. They maintain a consistently high level of quality that enriches the narrative and endears the characters to players. In essence, voice acting in Mass Effect does more than just bring the script to life, it elevates it. It adds texture and color to the narrative canvas, turning what could have been mere exposition into engaging storytelling. It's a key ingredient in the alchemy that makes Mass Effect more than just a game, but a truly cinematic experience.
the journey of creating the Mass Effect series wasn't without its bumps in the road, but those challenges often led to some of the most memorable and innovative aspects of the games. Let's delve into some of those hurdles and how they were tackled. One of the earliest challenges was the sheer ambition of the project. BioWare wanted to create a sprawling, choice-driven narrative set in a fully realized universe. This was a massive undertaking that required intricate planning, from the branching story paths to the complex dialogue trees. The team had to develop new tools and systems to manage this complexity, such as the dialogue wheel, which became one of the franchise's signature features. It was a risk, but one that ultimately paid off, setting a new standard for interactive storytelling. Then there was the shift from Unreal Engine to Frostbite with Mass Effect, Andromeda. As mentioned earlier, Frostbite was primarily designed for first-person shooters and lacked some of the RPG-specific tools that Unreal Engine offered. This required the team to build many features from scratch, extending the development time and adding to the complexity of the project. While this did contribute to some of the game's issues at launch, it also led to some of its most praised elements, like the improved combat mechanics and stunning visual environments. Mass Effect 3's ending also presented a unique challenge. The backlash against the original ending was something that neither Bioware nor the fans had anticipated. The team had to walk a fine line between staying true to their creative vision and addressing player feedback. The result was the extended cut DLC, which provided additional context and choices to offer a more satisfying conclusion. While opinions on the ending remained divided, the episode sparked important conversations about player agency and the evolving nature of video game narratives. But it's not just the challenges, there were triumphs too, moments where the team's efforts bore fruit in ways that exceeded even their own expectations. The loyalty missions in Mass Effect 2, for example, were a gamble. They required significant resources to create but had the potential to be missed entirely by players. However, they ended up being some of the most beloved aspects of the game, praised for their deep character development and emotional storytelling. Similarly, the introduction of multiplayer in Mass Effect 3 was initially met with skepticism. Fans worried it would detract from the single-player experience. But the cooperative mode ended up being a hit, adding a new layer of engagement to the series and even tying back into the main campaign in meaningful ways. In the end, the challenges and triumphs of developing the Mass Effect series are a testament to the passion, creativity, and resilience of its creators. They navigated technical limitations, fan expectations, and their own ambitious goals to deliver a franchise that has left an indelible mark on the gaming landscape. Each hurdle overcome and each success achieved has contributed to making Mass Effect the iconic series that it is today. The Mass Effect universe doesn't just exist within the confines of the video games, it extends into other forms of media, including comics and novels, which enrich the lore and offer new perspectives on familiar characters and events. Starting with the novels, titles like Mass Effect, Revelation, Ascension, Retribution, and Deception serve as both prequels and sequels to the games. They delve into the backstories of key characters like David Anderson and Kai Lang, and explore critical events that shape the galaxy. For instance, Revelation sets the stage for the first game, providing context for the human Turian animosity and the discovery of Prothean technology. These novels are more than just tie-ins, they're integral to understanding the broader narrative and political landscape of Mass Effect. The comics, too, serve a similar purpose. Series like Mass Effect, Redemption and Mass Effect, homeworlds offer vignettes that fill in the gaps of the main story or provide additional character development. 
want to know what Liara Tisoni was up to between the first and second games. Redemption has you covered. Curious about the origins of characters like James Vega or Talisora? Homeworlds offers those insights. These comics allow for a deeper dive into individual story arcs, enriching the overall experience of the Mass Effect universe. What's remarkable about these extended universe materials is how they're woven into the fabric of the main narrative. Choices and characters from the comics and novels are often referenced in the games, creating a cohesive and interconnected storytelling experience. They're not just supplementary, they're complementary, adding layers of depth and complexity to an already rich narrative tapestry. So, if you're a fan looking to immerse yourself even further into the world of Mass Effect, the comics and novels are an excellent way to do so. They offer new stories to explore, new characters to meet, and new facets of the universe to discover. They're a testament to the richness of the Mass Effect lore and how it has transcended its origins to become a multimedia phenomenon. The Mass Effect franchise has not only captured imaginations through its storytelling and gameplay but has also found a way into the hearts of fans through a wide array of merchandise. From action figures to art prints, the series has spawned a plethora of collectibles that allow fans to bring a piece of the Mass Effect universe into their own homes. Action figures are among the most popular types of merchandise. Companies like McFarlane Toys have produced highly detailed figures of key characters, including Commander Shepard, Garrus, and Tali. These aren't just simple toys, they're intricately crafted collectibles with multiple points of articulation, allowing fans to pose them in various stances. Some even come with interchangeable parts and accessories, like different weapons or facial expressions, offering a customizable experience. But it's not just about action figures. There are also high-quality statues and busts that serve as more premium collectibles. These are often made from materials like polystone and feature an incredible level of detail, from the texture of the armor to the individual strands of hair. They're the kind of items that you'd proudly display on a shelf or in a glass cabinet, a centerpiece of any Mass Effect collection. For those who are more artistically inclined, there's a wealth of art prints and posters available. These range from concept art to fan-created pieces, and they offer a visual celebration of the series' iconic characters and breathtaking environments. Some of these are limited edition, making them highly sought-after collectibles. And let's not forget the smaller items that still pack a punch in terms of fan appeal. Keychains, pins, and patches allow for a more subtle way to showcase your love for the series. There are even N7 hoodies and apparel, perfect for those who want to casually cosplay as Shepard while going about their day. What's particularly noteworthy about Mass Effect's merchandise is how it reflects the diversity and depth of the series itself. Whether you're a fan of the intricate lore, the complex characters, or the stunning visuals, there's something for everyone. These items serve as more than just memorabilia, they're a way for fans to connect with the series on a personal level, to own a piece of a universe that has meant so much to so many. So, whether you're looking to decorate your space, up your cosplay game, or simply own a piece of Mass Effect history, the range of merchandise available offers numerous ways to celebrate and engage with this beloved franchise. The Mass Effect series has left an indelible mark on the gaming industry, particularly in the realms of role-playing games and interactive storytelling. Its influence can be seen in multiple facets, 
from game mechanics to narrative structures, and it has set new standards that have been adopted and adapted by other titles in the years that followed. One of the most significant contributions of Mass Effect to the RPG genre is its approach to player choice and branching narratives. While the concept of choice in video games wasn't new, Mass Effect took it to another level by creating a complex web of decisions that carried over across multiple games. Your choices didn't just affect the immediate outcome, they had long-term consequences that could be felt throughout the entire trilogy. This added a weight and significance to each decision, making the player feel genuinely invested in the world and its characters. The dialogue wheel is another innovation that has been widely adopted. Before Mass Effect, dialogue options in RPGs were often presented in a list format, which could be cumbersome and less immersive. The dialogue wheel streamlined this process, making conversations flow more naturally and allowing for a greater range of emotional responses. It also enabled more nuanced interactions, as the tone and approach could be adjusted based on the situation. Mass Effect also pushed the envelope in terms of character development. The series showed that NPCs could be more than just quest-givers or background figures, they could be fully realized individuals with their own histories, motivations, and arcs. The loyalty missions in Mass Effect 2 are a prime example, offering deep dives into each character's backstory and moral dilemmas. This focus on character-driven storytelling has become a staple in modern RPGs, as players have come to expect a deeper emotional connection with the game's cast. But it's not just RPGs that have felt the influence of Mass Effect, the series has also impacted the broader landscape of video game storytelling. The cinematic presentation, the blending of gameplay and narrative, the focus on player agency, these elements have been incorporated into various types of games, from action adventures to open-world titles. Games like The Witcher 3, Horizon Zero Dawn, and even the more recent God of War have shown traces of Mass Effect storytelling DNA. In essence, Mass Effect redefined what an RPG could be and elevated the art of interactive storytelling. It proved that video games could offer narratives as rich and complex as those found in other mediums, and it set a new benchmark for emotional engagement and player agency. Its influence can be seen across a range of titles and genres, a testament to its groundbreaking and enduring legacy. Mass Effect has always been a series that tackles complex social and ethical themes, often pushing the boundaries of what is typically explored in mainstream video games. One of the most notable aspects is its commitment to diversity, both in terms of species and within the human characters themselves. The series offers a range of gender, racial, and sexual orientations, allowing for a more inclusive experience that reflects the complexities of real-world demographics. The game doesn't just include diverse characters for the sake of representation, it integrates these elements into the narrative and world-building. For example, the Asari, a mono-gendered species, challenge traditional notions of gender roles and sexuality. The Krogan, with their history of nuclear war and subsequent sterilization by the Turians and Salarians, serve as a cautionary tale about the consequences of technological advancement without ethical considerations. These species serve as mirrors to human society, reflecting our own prejudices, ethical dilemmas, and social complexities. Ethics and morality are also central themes, often presented in a way that avoids easy answers. Mass Effect forces players to make difficult decisions that don't have a clear right or wrong outcome. Whether it's deciding the fate of the Ratchni Queen, a species that could either bring peace or destruction, or choosing between the immediate needs of your crew and the long-term ramifications for the galaxy, the game challenges players to consider the ethical implications of their actions. 
These moral dilemmas add depth to the gameplay and make the narrative more engaging. The series also delves into political and philosophical issues, such as the balance between security and freedom, the ethics of artificial intelligence, and the responsibilities of leadership. The conflict between the Geth and the Quarians, for instance, raises questions about the rights of synthetic life and the ethical implications of creating, and then attempting to destroy, a sentient species. The Elusive Man, a character who believes that the ends justify the means, serves as a foil to Shepard and challenges the player's own ethical compass. In tackling these complex themes, Mass Effect elevates itself from being just an entertaining space opera to a thought-provoking exploration of ethical and social issues. It invites players to engage with these topics actively, to question their own beliefs, and to consider the broader implications of their choices. It's a game that entertains, but also educates and challenges, making it a standout example of how video games can be a platform for discussing and exploring complex ethical and social issues. The Mass Effect series wouldn't be what it is today without its passionate and dedicated fan community. From the moment the first game was released, fans have been instrumental in shaping the franchise's trajectory, both in terms of its content and its cultural impact. The community has played a multifaceted role, serving as both consumers and creators, critics and champions, and their influence can be felt in almost every aspect of the series. Firstly, the fan community has been a driving force behind the series' commercial success. Word-of-mouth recommendations, online discussions, and fan reviews have helped to elevate Mass Effect's profile, attracting new players to the series. The community's enthusiasm has also been a key factor in the success of spin-off media and merchandise, from novels and comics to action figures and apparel. But the community's role goes beyond mere consumption. Fans have also contributed to the Mass Effect universe through fan fiction, fan art, and even fan-made mods and games. These creations not only expand upon the existing lore but also offer new interpretations and perspectives, enriching the overall experience of the Mass Effect universe. Some fan creations have even gained recognition from Bioware, further blurring the lines between official content and fan contributions. The fan community has also served as a critical voice, holding the developers accountable and pushing for improvements and changes. The reaction to Mass Effect 3's ending and the subsequent release of the extended cut DLC is a prime example. While the situation was undoubtedly complex, it was the organized and vocal response from the community that ultimately led to the creation of the DLC. Similarly, feedback from fans has led to patches, updates, and even changes in subsequent titles, showing that Bioware values and listens to its community. However, it's not just about critique, the community also serves as a support system. Online forums, social media groups, and fan events offer spaces for fans to connect, share experiences, and offer help, whether it's gameplay tips or emotional support during tough times. The sense of camaraderie and shared passion adds another layer of richness to the Mass Effect experience, making it more than just a game, but a community. In essence, the fan community is an integral part of the Mass Effect ecosystem. They're not just passive recipients of the narrative but active participants in its creation and evolution. Their passion, creativity, and engagement have helped to make Mass Effect not just a successful franchise but a cultural phenomenon, and their continued support will likely influence its direction for years to come.
As we wrap up this deep dive into the Mass Effect franchise, it's clear that its impact extends far beyond its gameplay mechanics or even its intricate storytelling. We've explored its origins, from Bioware's ambitious vision to the key players who brought this universe to life. We've delved into the rich lore, from the diverse species and factions to the enigmatic reapers and the groundbreaking technology like mass relays and Element Zero that make this universe tick. We've also looked at each game in the series, noting how they built upon each other, introduced new mechanics, and tackled complex narratives, even touching on the controversies that have sparked intense discussions among fans and developers alike. We've discussed the extended universe, from novels and comics to a wide range of merchandise that allows fans to bring a piece of this universe into their own lives. We've considered the franchise's influence on the gaming industry, setting new standards for RPGs and interactive storytelling that have been adopted by other titles. We've also delved into the complex social and ethical themes that Mass Effect tackles, from diversity and representation to the moral dilemmas that challenge players to think critically about their choices, and, of course, we've acknowledged the invaluable role of the fan community. Their passion and engagement have not only contributed to the franchise's commercial success but have also enriched its narrative and cultural impact, proving that Mass Effect is more than just a game. It's a community, a discussion, and a journey that invites us all to explore new worlds, meet diverse characters, and confront complex ethical and social issues. In short, Mass Effect is a monumental achievement in gaming that has left an indelible mark on the industry and its players. It's a franchise that invites us to be more than just spectators. It asks us to be participants in a rich, complex narrative that continues to captivate and challenge us, even years after its inception. Thank you for joining me on this journey through the Mass Effect universe. Whether you're a veteran player or new to the series, I hope this episode has deepened your appreciation for this groundbreaking franchise. As we close the book on our journey through the Mass Effect universe, I'm thrilled to give you a sneak peek into our next adventure. Brace yourselves, because we're diving into the captivating and often haunting world of the Dark Souls series. From its enigmatic storytelling to its notoriously challenging gameplay, Dark Souls has become a cultural phenomenon that has redefined the action RPG genre. Next episode, we'll explore the twisted landscapes and intricate lore that make up this dark fantasy universe. We'll delve into the mechanics that have both frustrated and fascinated players, and discuss how its tough but fair philosophy has influenced game design in the years since its release. We'll also look at the community that has sprung up around it, a dedicated group of players who have dissected every secret, strategized every boss fight, and contributed to the rich tapestry of fan theories and lore interpretations. So, prepare to die, and more importantly, prepare to learn, as we venture into the enigmatic and enthralling world of Dark Souls. Trust me, you won't want to miss it.